0: Going to VAR, they're checking, hey, check complete, let's head over to the bar, the bar, Yo, 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 what it do my peoples, we are back again with another episode of the Bar Bar Podcast, episode 101 and not out man, yo my peoples, what are you telling me? Yes,
1: What's yes, good? yes, she, back again, good. back again.
0: Energy kind of love, and man. Then it was collected to, like, what the hell? We all got dubs. Um, I was trying to check into the Dubby Hotel, there's a long queue because every man was checking in. Like, what the hell? No one dropped points this weekend, man. I was ready to add, I was, I was ready to add some people, especially that Calvin. But we we, we going to get into that one. Um, but before we go into the football, just want to give a shout out to our listeners, man. Um, obviously, last week we did our 100th episode. Um, we love the support that you guys have been giving us. Um, We hope you've been also checking out our socials because we've mixed it up a bit. We're now using the Instagram Reels. We're now on TikTok. We're going to be providing you guys with new and exciting content. And as always, you know, we have our fantasy league. And if you are in that league, you've got the chance to win yourself um, a shot of your choice if you obviously come first. And also we've got to be following on the um, Insta and Twitter minimum we might, we might, we might, you know, give you extra points if you're even on the um TikTok or whatnot. But yeah, as minimum, I think from the group, Jake's leading. Jake, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If, if, even if Jake was to win, don't worry, Jake won't be getting a shirt. um You'll be getting two shirts: one from Jake and one from the- <laughs> <laughs>
2: a personalised Chelsea shirt from Jake as well, signed
3: Sign- as well, signed, Sign- yeah,
0: signed, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man, I just want to say again, guys, we love the support. And um, there's a big episode for us last week. Um, we had some special guests. It could be you next in the 150th episode. So yeah, keep listening. Get your voices heard and um, we could be seeing you soon. Um, Without further ado, let's get straight into it. As I mentioned, man, every man was in the W hotel. God damn it. <laughs> um. Gonna go to Spurs, man. Because boy, when I when I saw our game, obviously Arsenal won, we're thinking, yeah, come on, City, does a job. Whereas someone like Andy was saying, Come on, Spurs, do us a job. Um, Spurs came and delivered Calvin.
1: What we did saying? indeed, Munio. Huh? I said, We did indeed.
0: How are you feeling, bro? Because boy, I mean, I, I don't want to take any credit off Spurs by the way before we go into this, because I did see a stat. I think. Here we you go are the only team that, like, beat Man City the most in, like, in the last five years or, or whatnot. It's like you always got their number, but, however, it's not easy beating Man City. And how you guys played, man, like, fantastic. Um, taking the lead early on, could have been 3-1 at one point, um, but you did the job, man. Even, <laughs> I saw Mara's penalty in you, and I'm thinking, yeah, it's a draw, it's fine, they've dropped two points. Next thing you know, Harry Kane. Ah, what, what are you telling me, bro? How are you feeling?
1: Yeah, obviously, like yesterday was was buzzing with a win. Didn't expect it. Today, I obviously calmed down a bit more. Um, but I think it was important because everyone around us won. Obviously, United won today. So to win the games, you're not really expected to win. It's always nice. Um, but yeah, I think all round, like when it comes to City, we've just got the number. Like you say, we're a bit of a bogey side for them. And we just tend to take points um, against them. We've, we've done a double over them this year, which is like crazy they've lost 40% of their games to us this season which is a mad stat in itself so I think the team deserves a lot of credit obviously there were some individual performances yesterday that were were of note I think Romero was fantastic I think Eric Dyer coming back in was was also good and he's been missed the last few games because we obviously lost the last three on the bounce um, whilst he's been out and obviously Harry Kane um, who's had a lot of stick this season from me personally and a lot of Spurs fans like he really did step up, man. That was an unbelievable performance. When he plays like that, he's unplayable. And if he if he saves his best form for the last for the run in the last like 10, 12 games or whatever, then we've definitely got a chance.
0: Certain man was trying to tell me um he was trying to sell himself to Man City. Would you have to speak for that? Potentially,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. like it's it's weird because I was thinking yesterday, like if City had Kane, then the league would be over. You'd argue that. They'd probably win the Champions League as well. Like they probably, they, they probably will or still can. But um, yeah, like he was unbelievable, and obviously the fact that they they weren't able to to get him in the summer, whether that was because they didn't put enough money on the table or because they didn't want him in the end, um, he showed them like how how unbelievable he is on his day. I was surprised though myself because I think of late Kane in the bigger games hasn't really hasn't really showed up. I mean, even against Arsenal earlier in the season, I thought he was really poor, um, and I did fancy City to beat us quite convincingly. So, yeah, man. You know, to say
0: man. though, he's not had the best of seasons actually, and I think Andy, you've been very critical on Harry Kane. Do you think he's kind of silenced the the, the haters and the doubters, or do you still feel like he's not going to be the same Harry Kane he, he was in the past?
4: Um. Yeah, I think I've been, not even just this game, to be honest, but kind of from when I said it, I've kind of been silenced since then. Um, But I think in terms of like his overall performances, he's still doing whatever he's doing, but it's just goal, you know, bagging. He's just not scoring as much as he did before. So obviously we all know that I still got my bet with uh, Tosin in regards to that. That's, that's slowly but surely looking like an L, but we, 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 we keep hope. Hey,
0: for um, the listeners, just share share the bet for us, please.
4: Well, basically the bet I was like, yeah, um, Harry Kane will not get 15 goals this season in the Premier League. Um, he's he's, he's, got, he's
5: currently on what six? He's on he's on seven. He's got eight more
4: to get in the last 15 games. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, boy, it's, it's it's yeah. But you know what? Like like I said, man. Um, just just what I said yesterday in the chat as well. Like the position he was playing yesterday and where Mourinho was playing him for the vast majority of last season, that 10 CF position. I think that's his bag, man. And he has kind of reinvented himself, his game as well. That comes at a a loss. So basically, he's not scoring as as many goals. But, you know, if he keeps doing what what he did yesterday, like, you know, show up when his team needs him the most in big games, in games that matters. um, Yeah, Spurs... Spurs are looking good value for that top four position,
1: man. Sure. But to be honest, yeah, I want to say just quickly like, I don't want to, like, myself or other, other fans to get ahead of themselves in it. Like, the way City play does does help us, especially Kane, like you say, dropping into those positions and the spacing behind. Um, like, it's other games where when teams play like a bit more of a deeper block where we've, we've looked like we struggled this season. So I think it's important to remain like kind of feet on the ground. Like, one result doesn't change the three three results before that. Yeah.
0: I actually didn't know it was um, three defeats in a row, but um, yeah, a very good game to bounce back on. And Jake, um, your former manager there, did he show his quality there? Like, he got his tactics right, he got everything right. Um, Do you feel now he can turn the Spurs side to challenge into top four, and maybe in the future, challenge for, for, for Premier League?
3: Oof, that second one's a bold one let's, let's back up for a second no nah, like uh, that's a lot of work
4: jake's like if two shell can't do it
3: no like i mean witnessing conte's brilliance firsthand like you can see the spurs team has improved yes they lost three in a row and they didn't look particularly good in all of them but even then that was an improvement on what nuno and mourinho were offering so you've got to give him the chance to put properly imprint himself on this team, like, have a full preseason. <laughs> but, like, yeah, he did brilliantly. Like, the tactics, like you say, like, Romero, I completely agree with you, Calvin. He looked tremendous. Like, his aggressiveness and assertiveness in that defensive line was so crucial. Like, there was someone that was willing to take on their attacking front. I think without him, you that game changes completely for the worst for you guys. But, like, Ben Tankor, I thought... He was up and down the game, but when the moments mattered, he mattered. I think that's the main, I think that's a great sign. Kulishevsky, he offers a proper third option based off that game. He obviously needs to improve his consistency and show it over a large amount of time. But there are, you can see Conte's having a good, very good impact. Now, will they get top four this season? I don't know. Like That is just an absolute clusterfuck from third to eighth right now. And there's so many games still to be played and they're all due to play each other, I think. So we'll see how that goes. But I said it when they first hired him, like I'm not going to be the one that doubts Antonio Conte. I'm not going to be that guy. If he does it, by all means, I would not be surprised at all if he manages to get Spurs top four, but it is just a case of like, this was a great performance. But are you going to continue with that consistency, or is it going to be maddening that came from this performance? Like, I saw someone say this is one of the all-time great Premier League performances. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm not, yeah. right,
3: I'm not commenting on that. Like, that's another debate. But that is like, are you going to do that for the next three months? Let's wait and find out. I mean, their fixture list. I will say that it's like their fixture list looks pretty decent for the rest of the year. So watch out.
4: Do you know what? Yeah, that uh, about that comment that you made about all-time great performances, you you can put it up there. I, I'm never going to lie, man. Like, I, I think we as football fans, we are, we we do a lot of this nostalgia thing and we like to cling on to, we just like to cling on to the old. But why can't we put this in there with one of the best Premier League teams ever? This is, he single-handedly done the matting on them and they couldn't handle
2: him. Wait, so I think did, did Jake say best performances? One of the best Premier League performances ever. In the,
4: in one of the best individual. That's what people were screaming on the on the oh, for, I've seen for, as well. For,
2: for Kane, yeah. No, just in general, bro.
4: Just in general. Bro, Kane, just in yeah. general. Hmm. I think why can't you put why can't you put this performance up there? You I can.
0: mean, I don't want to like. Played on Spurs. I don't think City were that great. I mean, they did create some chances, but they weren't amazing. The oh come on, man!
1: I don't yeah, like no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Here, <man>. like, anytime, <laughs> hate, yeah. Anytime, someone does something well against another team is, oh, they weren't that great. Yeah. City were good. Yeah, City were good. We just dealt with them very uh, well. our co- co- right. coach Pep man. Yeah,
4: yeah, I
6: agree. 100%. Yeah, Munya, I think you're yeah, being harsh. Pep. You're being harsh. Be
2: harsh man. Man. You're
4: being harsh. Uh, be
1: Munya's being Munya, man. He's being harsh. Yeah. What, the,
2: what the hell? I told you, man. <laughs>
1: No, hey, Munya's just offering his opinion, recording.
0: man. Free him, bro. Before we even start recording, I said, you know, Spurs play great, Calvin. I ain't gonna try. I ain't gonna try hide away from that. You man was sick. I wish my club could do that. innit? Like, let me let me say that for a fact, bro.
4: You might you might have a sick first half. You city, man. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's re- 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 remember them days. Remember we after <laughs> lost two one. But don't don't worry, guys. They pressed yeah. and they they they, they only hey, scored in the last. Show me my receipt. I'm saying that that's shalom hey <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> uh, <laughs> what so you, know, really? <laughs> uh, you man I, i'm not gonna say names uh Tubbs and then man <laughs> but, like, they, they were getting gassed off putting the pressure on i'm thinking raw i remember saying like you'd be lost so Boy, but, yeah me.
0: Anyways, I mean, um, let's go back to Peter because I think mean, Peter, you had some um, questions for Calvin earlier in the chat. Um, let's yeah. it,
2: it was just it was basically just around like the game itself and some of the talking points in it. So, the Loris mistake for City's first goal strides. What was going through your head when that went in? Were you going to think? Were you thinking sort of same old or?
1: <laughs> Loris is so frustrating, man. Because like he's actually been a lot better this season, and like I think. If you're a Spurs fan, you watch watched us week in, week out, you can say he's kind of improved. Like I was at a point last season where it was maybe time to go, but he's kind of redeemed himself. But then the last few weeks, some of the the mistakes, it's like it's Larice again. But then he'll make like an unbelievable save that keeps you in the game. And then you're like, oh, like Larice. So I'm conflicted with him. It's like he's got at the end of the day, he's got to do better. Yeah. But then I think was it Gundawan, his shot that was going in the top corner? And he's pulled it out. So,
2: oh, what a save that was, man.
1: Yeah. So it's like, he signed the new two-year deal. He is a leader on and off the pitch. Like, I do love Laris. He's been the best keeper in my lifetime anyway. So I think he just needs to, like, cut out these stupid mistakes because they can cost us, especially in, in the big games.
2: Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, performance from Kulisevsky was impressive as well, man. Just a shout, quick shout out for him. He busted it down, yeah. like that I said.
1: Do you know what I like about him, yeah? And I'll be honest, I hadn't seen a lot of him before like at Juve. Um, it's like he hasn't got the blistering pace of Lucas Moura, right? But he's got intelligence. He'll take mm. an extra touch and he'll, he'll he'll look for a pass or when he does put the ball in the box, it's with quality. Yep. And I, I kind of think we've we, we lacked that. It's almost like having that football IQ of like knowing when to dribble and not just run down cul-de-sacs and when to actually just pass and move. And I think his intelligence coming from the right, we've missed that. Um yeah. So yeah, man. I'm, and obviously, I didn't realize he was 21 as well. Younger, man. Yeah, it's a young guy um, Yeah, so he's got a lot of a lot of time. He, to won,
4: he won a young player this season in a Syria a couple of seasons back as well. So he's a player, man. For sure. Yeah. So,
1: so yeah, yeah. I was impressed with him, man. And and, and Bentenkor as well. I know, like there was something said in the chat earlier. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. I, I, although, like obviously, he did seem a bit lightweight at times. He got shoved off the ball. That can happen against City with the way they play. You don't, you think you have got time, you don't. They're on you like a rash but. I think his two moments of quality or two or three moments of quality in the final third where he drove forward and played like key passes. I think especially the winning goal if that's how he wins he probably goes back there. But having like the the the, the, the to flick that round the corner to Kulusevski who then puts the ball in for Kane, I think that's something else we've been missing so and as well as that like he's got the legs that Undebeli let's say didn't have. So I think he's another one. I think the signings that we've made definitely improve us man. So I'm just excited to see moving forward what what happened. And I think he complements Hoiberg really well as well. I thought he played well today, so. I want to I want to chime in on the
5: game if I can. Like, I mean, I know obviously, Calvin, you gave like Spurs credit, but I mean, me personally, I, I don't actually think City played that well and this is not even coming from like a, a biased place or anything. Like my personal opinion, like we watched Spurs against Wolves only seven days ago. Like, I, I mean, it's it's going to be difficult for me to believe that suddenly this is like a new Spurs from the team that got played off the park against against a, a, a decent Wolf team, but a team that doesn't score that many goals. You know what I mean? They they, they beat you pretty comfortably, you know what I mean? And for me, when I, when I watch Spurs and, Spurs and City play, I feel as if City... Uh, well, I feel as if Spurs, in a way, might be City's bogey team, you know? What I mean, and g- going back from, like, the two legs in the Champions League a couple of years ago until now, I feel as if Son almost always turns up against City, always kind of gets a goal or assist. So, I mean, like I said, then I'm not... I don't know. I think that early goal just threw City off balance. Like people rarely come to the Etihad to to score within the first five minutes, and they got back in the game. But against any other teams, City go on and kill that game off. And they, I don't know. I just have, there's just this fear that City have for Kane and, and Son that every single time they play against them, they just turn up. I don't know, man. That's just my opinion. Again, I
4: th- again, I think that's unfair, man. So- sorry, sorry, Mano. Again, I think I-, I hear you, but I think. Like the way the way Tottenham played and the way they sat very deep and they played like on the counter, but very much in their way, like using Son Son was Son was not like I think where what position was Son playing? Was he the nine?
2: Coming like, off the he left, was Yeah, coming off of the, the left, left. in it. Yeah,
4: but, yeah, yeah. but he was always making his runs from deep, and I think that was done on purpose to throw their whole back line of guard. If you yeah. clock like for. Four or five attacks. Whenever um, Spurs, uh, whenever Spurs got through, Son was running in from deep, not even from the left or from the right. He was in the middle, but he's coming on, coming in from deep. And and Kane
1: was always looking, looking for him. Like at, yeah, at the all times, between them, it was clever because we know Walker's got blistering pace. So if you make the the run from the left, more often than not, Walker will get back. Means, Walker will get, get you in a exactly. half position in between, like Walker and um, Diaz, where he was getting. And even like the first yeah. goal, he was in that position. And there's nothing you can really do. Like if someone of Kane's intelligence, if he drops and then someone makes that run, you can't stop it. But you can't. I, I, I see what Toast is saying. Like, yeah, we are their bogey side. And, and obviously, for some reason, we do turn up against them. I think the Wolves game and even the Southampton game, I think the huge difference was, especially the Wolves game, the two goals are mistakes. larissa has got to do better for the first goal. And the second goal was just pinball and then 2-0 down and it's kind of curtains. You're chasing the game after that. And Southampton, again, defensively, we were very poor. And as I, as I mentioned earlier, having Eric Dyer back, like, as mad as it sounds, he's been... a Eric Dyer. yeah, no. He, he's, if you ask Spurs fans and, like, you watch Spurs, the play we've been missing the last two, three weeks has been and Him coming back in, he's so important to Conte. Um, obviously, Romero finding form as well, but he's obviously been playing in those games. I just think it made a massive difference. So I see I see the argument and stuff like that. But I think all in all, like we were just a lot better on the day. I think tactically, we just outclassed, I think Conte outclassed Pep. And yeah, man, we thoroughly deserved the win, isn't it?
0: Hey, big, big result for Spurs, man. And like I said, Calvin, congratulations to you, man, because I can only wish that my team could do that. No, your um, team put the
1: pressure on, man. So don't worry.
0: <laughs> you done?
1: Oh, no, I was just saying, I'm just picking up your all team. Right. All right, all right.
0: Say no more, brother. Say no more. Say no more. Prez, um, <laughs> what a game we had this afternoon, man. Um, I think they were saying this is the first game Leeds have played United um, with fans, which surprises me because I thought Leeds... Wait, is this a, this is not their first... Oh, obviously COVID last year, so they didn't have any fans. No. Yeah, this is like the first game with fans in God knows how long. Um, was obviously the way Leeds were going to be buzzing for this, um, but be- before we go into the game, man, and I- and I think we'll discuss it when we saw what when it was getting all fiery and stuff. But is it only me that it feels like Leeds kind of forced this rivalry with United? No, that, that I think I don't
3: it know. It's, her- it's heritage. It's a heritage yeah. thing, man. Bro, yeah, heritage
0: team and him in the print for however long, man. It, it,
5: it, it, it runs it, deep, bro. It, it
3: runs deep in it, it, man. That is that I mean that goes further back than like Cantonar I know Cantona really like sparked him with the Premier League, but that oh is yeah, he before. moved he moved from
4: Leeds to United, didn't he?
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. But like it's it's even further than that. Like like Joe said, like it is territory. That is a deep, deep right. It's like the G Lead Chelsea rival. That's from the 70s. Like Leeds might have gone down but it's still big like i mean those boys leads everyone hates Leeds. they hate everyone but with united it's it's something different it's something like that is pure unadulterated hatred yeah,
2: right there and the, the fans <laughs> were proper up for it man yeah like,
3: the fans were moving mad
2: they're <laughs> getting onto funny. the ref for everything <laughs>
0: coin throwing as well um, yeah. That but yeah man let's, let's get into the game um Things were looking very comfy for you guys. Um going 2-0 up. Um also oh, great, great two first goals, by the way. Um and then second half, I think United were just slow at getting out. Leeds just punish United. And what the difference between the two goals when e- Leeds equalized was like 24 seconds. Yep. Um for United, that's very poor press. you You've got to admit, like um from kickoff, hold your ground and don't concede straight away. But Leeds did the business. Um, dubious. Do we think it's a foul before? Um, was was it on no, Bruno?
2: No. no, not not for me. I think um, if it was given, I think we, we got a similar decision that went our way. Um, I think earlier was it last season or earlier this season against Wolves? Um, I think it was Neves on on a Pogba, and that was a quite a deciding moment within the game um, that actually went our way this time. And I didn't think that was a foul either, but. Um, this time, yeah, uh, the foul on Bruno or the uh, suspected foul on Bruno wasn't a foul for me um, and the play rightly continued. So um, even like everything that happened, so the final f- phase of play before the goal, so everything that happened up to the goal like was terrible anyway. I mean, Dan James had all the freedom to put that ball in uh, into a dangerous area. Luke Shaw back post didn't know where his man was and yeah, lo and behold, it's in the back of the net. So yeah, I think to have given a foul there would have been, I would have been like, that's not a foul for me. Um, but we didn't defensively, we didn't look good enough uh, to for the goal anyway. So, yeah, that that's my take on that.
0: And as Andrew said, um, how Leeds just free up for themselves for 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 their opponents. You guys did get back into the game, and um, with a great goal from Fred, and then yeah, mm. um, finished off to make it four um, two. Overall, how impressed were you with the performance? Uh,
2: Not a lot, man. I mean, uh, Ragnik talks about control and and controlling games from, uh, you know, uh, minute one and being more uh, structured, more compact, uh, not allowing um, uh, too many spaces, allowing midfielders to do what they want. Um, But, yeah for me i didn't i don't i'm not seeing improvement game on game in that area in terms of controlling the games um i think i feel like we just had the um the players and the quality on the pitch to to get us over the line and he made ragnit make two two good substitutions or what turned out to be two good substitutions to get us over the line so um fred came on um and got the the first goal to make it 3-2 um, and then the Langer as well. And off, off of the back of the two Sancho assists who had, who um Jaden had a really good game. So um yeah, overall I wasn't impressed with the performance. Same thing as Brighton. Um the Brighton game, same thing. I thought that we were off it, we were off the pace. We couldn't keep up with Brighton's um high tempo passing. Uh the one of the best possession-based teams in the in the Premier League. Um, we 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 couldn't get near them, but we still got the win in the end. So for me, I'm just taking it at face value, uh, three points on the board for both games. And yeah, we moved, man, but but not not impressed with the performances.
0: Um, and just going off that, Shalom, what Prez was just saying, they're not impressed with the performances. I know you and Char who's not available today. You've gone back and forth talking about who's in the same boat. Um, yeah. But obviously United came back to see themselves off and, you know, a great leads to then yeah. get leads back into the game. Do you still feel though that United can have the drive to secure? As we know, there's only one space left. Can they get top four, or do you feel like there's these performances and lack of concentration could punish them against bigger teams?
6: I I've never doubted that United could get top four. I think I've always cast doubt to unite United fans. Current the fans thinking that they are in the same league with the top three. So yes, they can get top four, and the top the, the spot for top four is up is up for any club that's you know below the top three that's willing to get it. So yes, they can get it. That's the answer to that.
0: And on that, um, what are we saying with Ronaldo? There's been a lot of rumors going out, and and again, I'm going to open this up. So so especially I want to hear from Tosin. Um, they're letting Ronaldo walk out, and then the season that, that that is the rumors. Do we think that's the right thing for United? and the I'll come to you first but obviously from non-United fans I want to hear from you guys first
5: um, if, if I'm honest I didn't expect Ronaldo to stay at United more than maybe two seasons I mean one, one season um, would be fair sort of thing I mean like I said it was the signing was always a decision made in my opinion purely so City couldn't have him and if I was United I would make the same decision 10 times out of 10 you know but um. So again, yeah, I mean, it, it, the question is: is is it the right decision? I guess in I don't know from from a footballing standpoint in terms of maybe Maynard's United's long term goals. No, but from a I don't know like if from a this is a this is one of our best ever players standpoint. He's a player that we can still make use of. Absolutely. So. I mean, it's it, it, it's it's a two-sided coin, really. But it
6: doesn't make sense, though. It's not really a two-sided coin toast. That's the
5: thing, though. It you know what I mean? Like, brother, like, shalom. The thing the thing is, if <laughs> can you imagine, like, how <laughs> Char, Prez, all these United fans would feel
6: yeah. if
5: Ronaldo was scoring goals for City at the other side of Manchester in a, in a blue jersey while yeah. United are in the pits right now? Like, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Like, bro, come on, man!
6: No, I mean, no, no. I get that, but also, if you have the team to complement you, you um, Ronaldo, then you do it. I think what for, for me, the, the the whole issue is United don't have the team to do that. So why would you? Oh, I I know why because as you pointed out, they they can't stand their one of the best players to ever play in their team play for their rivals. I get that, but in it still in my opinion, work.
5: Shalom. Yeah, in my opinion, if I don't know Ronaldo said he was gonna go to I don't know. Maybe back to Sporting, or he was going to go to the MLS. I personally yeah. don't think Man United come chasing for him. Do you understand? But yeah. The, the the simple fact that he was going to go to City, or there was there was a chance it could have happened. United yeah. had to make a move. Like it was, it's a no-brainer. I'm then
6: a I, I get I get that 100%. But you know, there's always like the tenth man in the situation that questions what the ninth are doing. Surely there should have been someone should have you know said, okay, guys, are we just jumping off emotions here? Can we consider? x ones. I, I
2: think if they had the chance to do it again Shalom I think they would
6: yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, gen- <laughs> I generally think
2: I think they would so it's just a case of as plainly has been as, as it's been put by toast we're not going to allow our rivals to get one over on us this is a legend of our club there's no way that this is going to happen I think that's just what it comes down to and in terms of Ronaldo as the player and what he is now Yes, it's not been the perfect fit. Admittedly, it hasn't been the perfect fit. But what we can benefit from Ronaldo being here is the fact that there's no one in the dressing room that can look him in the eye and say that they've accomplished even a speck of what he has in his career. So him offering that level of experience and that level of Leadership from that, from that perspective of being a serial winner, nobody else in that dressing room can offer that. And I feel like there is a, there is a, an air of intimidation there because of that.
6: This is uh, the thing, though, press. Sorry, um, mm-hmm. did you, did you guys consider that if Ronaldo was cons- was considering an offer from City, he never rated you guys in the first place?
2: I think Def- that was that was, uh, if it's smoke and mirrors the right term, I, I don't think you, that you was. You think?
6: That, that's because, what i think personally well because because toast and you just agreed with toast that the reason why united went for ronaldo cuz he was supposed to go to city and my point is if he considered an offer from city he never rated you in the first place
2: i think it was a bluff i think it was okay. a bluff All right. I, I think it was a bluff man i feel like i don't feel it would have ever got to the point where he, he would have been posing in a city shirt, but the the thought of that or the the possibility of that happening was not something we were willing to entertain. So that that's, that's what it is for me anyway. Would
6: you say you guys were were fools in this situation then? Because um, hindsight is 2020 and looking at, looking back at what's happened, I would have said, obviously you should never, never have gone for Ronaldo. Do you guys feel like fools? But, But I understand the reasons why you did it. As a
2: fan, or am I looking at it from the club's perspective? From the club's
6: perspective, like taking everything into perspective, Mm -hmm. take away the emotional side of Mm -hmm. it, even though that's harsh for me to say that because we Mm -hmm. make decisions also emotionally as well. Mm -hmm. Would you consider that getting Ronaldo was not the best move from United' point of view, standpoint? Yeah,
2: For me, I mean... to the, are we talking about Ronaldo being a detriment to a club that he's gone to? I mean, for me, that just sounds ridiculous to even say out loud. This is, is sure? one of this is one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Number one, and number two, he's he's still capable of giving you big moments in big games, and he's shown that across the season already. So he, I mean, if it is the case that he's going to only be be around for the rest of this season, there yeah. are still games um, that you know big games for him to be a part of where he can give us big moments and i feel like ronaldo is a big moments player that we can look on and we can lean on to provide that for us so from that perspective i don't see it as you know uh, uh the club look at is look at it, um the decision as being foolish certainly not i feel like ronaldo still has plenty to offer us
5: like shalom like if you if you look at man united week to week like the the stats speak for themselves like they're one of they're a very, very bad defensive team. If we're keeping it one hundred, like David the Gay has made the most saves in the league. Whether or not United have Ronaldo, it doesn't. It would have had no impact on how their season would have gone. Argu- if, if arguably they may they may have been worse. They may have been worse off right now. So I don't really see where what solid argument there is to say that it's been a bad signing or they'd be in a worse place without Ronaldo.
6: I don't think my argument is them being. It, it, it's Ronaldo being a bad sign worst place. Possibly I can argue that my point is that the money spent on acquiring Ronaldo could have been spent on boosting your midfield or your defense rather than pay this guy's salary, who is going to be leaving you guys in what, two years a year. That's my argument. And then you can build for the future. That's always been my argument. Yes. Ronaldo, <laughs> Ronaldo is a big player and that makes the yeah, end. I agree. I th- I always thought that he he suited a city that has the players to complement him than coming to United that are at their best. You know you can't really you can't really put a, put pull like a finger on them. So for me, I my my position is Ronaldo should have just gone to City rather than United.
2: I, I hear you, Shalom. But then you need to consider the timeline of of events and how quickly everything happened. I.e. Ronaldo come into United in the end, and and the point that was in the transfer window, like I think as a club, we we had already decided that we weren't actually going to move for a midfielder at that point anyway. So putting the the money into um, Ronaldo at that point, yeah, you know, over a midfielder, it was it wasn't going to happen anyway. Like we we had already made the decision that we weren't going to build um bring a midfielder in at that point. So that the Ronaldo uh, decision was very knee jerk very um, Mm knee-jerk, and it was at a crucial point in the transfer window. Before we
0: move on, I know there's one person that's itching to get his voice into this. I know, Andrew, I know you...
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's not even like that, man. It's not even like that. Uh, uh, Prez, Mm because I I think um, Shalom asked this question to um, um, Cha a few episodes back, but he didn't really answer it. But obviously, in regards to everything that's happened to Greenwood, he's clearly not playing... For your club ever again mm-hmm. um but on a sporting side of it how big of a loss is that do you think like he is like replaceable at all whether from the academy or even like as a purchase how how will you because when when I'm looking at United right now yeah I can mm-hmm. see that gap that because I'm looking at Elanga and I'm like okay he's he's not it so I'm thinking like how is United gonna do you feel like you're gonna ever fill that gap of Greenwood and his potential, what he could what he possibly could have done with um um for United? Sorry.
2: Yeah. First of all, before I go go on to answer that question, Greenwood's a piece of shit. I think we've established that, you know, yeah, what he's yeah, done is sure. completely wrong and he shouldn't, as you said, he should never play for the club again. However, um, in terms of he, just looking at him as a, a football player and the the talent he had, um I don't think that United will produce another player of that caliber for a, a long a long long time. Um it will be hard to get a, a like for like replacement if we're looking at the market right now and the forwards available. Um and you know Alanga is a is a very very big drop off um in comparison to drink, to Greenwood and what, and what he brought. So for me we as a club, we just have to move on from it. Um and replacement wise, I think it was a mistake actually loaning out the number of forwards that we did during the January window. But I mean, hindsight is 2020 and we weren't to envisage that um this uh, uh, fiasco would come out in the way it did. Um, but I'm sure if we we did have foresight, um, we probably would have hung on to to one of the forwards, probably like a Marshall. Rather than than letting go um, the forwards that we did during the January window,
0: Um, we're going to stick with you, Andy. Um, We're going to go to your Merseyside Red Boys. You guys had an interesting game um, at three o'clock against Norwich. Um, Yes, sir. Didn't go, I mean, obviously got the dub, but probably not how you expected to go with the fact that Norwich took the lead, even though it was a heavy deflection. Um, As always, it it was coming, um, a wake up call. And um, you guys turned it around. I mean, normal service for you guys. Norwich is one of your whipping boys anyway. So anyone would put money for you guys to win.
4: Yeah. I mean, it was looking, it was, was it looking tight? But score, score, score sheet, scoreboard wise, it was looking tight because obviously they scored like early on in the second half. So then yeah. obviously we're up against it, especially if you're not playing that well. Even though we were fully in control, we were, um, you know, attacking them with all our might, but we didn't necessarily look threatening and we missed like big chances. Uh, the game actually changed as soon as they scored a goal, basically. I think even in my head, I felt like, oh, okay, hopefully this will wake them up. And they did. Um, and the, yeah, that's, that's when we started moving mad. Uh, when Thiago came on, uh, that's when we actually gained proper control of the game. And then yeah, the rest was history, man. Diaz with his debut goal um, in front of the cop, uh, Mane with an overhead kick, and Salah with great composure, great touch. Assist from um, Allison. Um, yeah, I feel like um, my team is, is looking like the yeah, it's looking like the eighteen nineteen team again, where we have that air of in, inevitability. Not eighteen nineteen, mm-hmm. sorry, 1920 1920 sorry. Uh, where we have that air of inevitability, where I think, like, even though we're playing shit, even though you know things are not going for us, we will get the win, and that's that's kind of how I felt in that Norwich game as well, and into midweek as well.
0: Um, good to see Mane and Salah back both on the score sheet together after the Afcon duties. Um, great assist from Allison, by the way, and then like you said, Luis Diaz get is it Luis Diaz? Well, Diaz getting them. Um, his mm-hmm. first goal for um Liverpool. So I guess, you know, like I said, normal procedure for you, lot. Um Champions League, you did well. Um big bonus for you guys now, or big boost, I should say, more like with Tottenham taking points off City. Do you feel now that you can probably apply some pressure to City now? You wait, you've got one game in mm-hmm. hand, haven't you? You're six points Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. So Obviously, for me, I, from the start of the season, I always thought that we was going to win the league. It's, it's either us or Chelsea. But obviously, as we see now, Chelsea, Chelsea is not in the, Chelsea is not in contention at the moment. So, I still feel like we should win it. But of course, we were nine points behind um, at the time, so it was a bit, it was a bit tricky to say with chess. Um, obviously, the Spurs win helped us a lot because now we know that if we beat, um, if we beat leads is totally in our hands um and it's not city in control at the moment but it's us in control and you kind of always want to be in that position where you're in control but you're still behind points wise because all the pressure is now on city to yeah to make sure that they win all their games and this is kind of what happened what happened in the 18 19 season where basically it, it was like a reverse where they had to chase us and they eventually got like a couple points ahead of us and they're maintained basically so let's see if it will be the same thing I still think both teams will drop points Um, but for me it's very important that before the game that before we meet City which is in about eight to nine games we need to make sure that we're perfect and if we need to drop points they will drop points but we need to make sure that we collect all our points basically until then
0: boy you guys might make this an interesting title race Um, and they said when, when did you play them in about nine games did you say
4: yeah, in about eight to nine games in April, so where's it's like still a it was Sorry,
0: where's where's are you home? Or yeah, a-
4: yeah, no, 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 wait, oh, wait. So, it's at the Etsy Um, I mean, it is what it is, man. We collect oh, anywhere, oh. so we, we, should, we should be collecting. Spurs yeah? can do it. Why can't we do it? You feel me? Yeah, yeah okay,
0: man. that's how we like to hear energy, <laughs> energy. <laughs> um, because I know my team can never, um, <laughs> but yeah. Normal, normal service from Liverpool, man. Um, we'll, we'll just see them, man. You, man, just doing your thing. You, Man City, and then the rest. Well, well, before I say the rest, um, we'll obviously touch on Jake. Actually, let's just go on Jake as we're here because if it's going to be Liverpool versus Man City, Jake, do you still feel you guys have a chance?
3: I felt we've had a chance in about two months. Mm. So mm. call me out. So let's
0: go to your game, man. Um <laughs> Because you know you pissed off a lot of people with that ZH last minute goal, man. Um, I remember being at the Emirates, saying, "Yeah, we've collected our three points, and the Chelsea game hadn't finished yet, seeing nil nil. Um, we needed you guys to drop points, but you you, you delivered. You, you did what Chelsea always do. You always get the job done. Um, but would you agree when I say you probably you guys didn't play well?
3: Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like that was. Absolute rubbish. Um, Tuco after the game was trying to explain it. And he was using the tired argument again, which I've said on the pod many times, I absolutely despise that argument, I think, or despise that excuse, because that's what it is. Because like you spend what however many millions on your sports science department and all these players at their athletic peak, and you've had a week to prepare for this game, which for a team that's in continental competitions that gets far in its domestic cup competitions, a week to prepare is a godsend. And you're saying you're tired? That's horseshit. That it, it's a really, really. But, steep uh,
4: he, he said it. He said it had to do with like traveling and not sleeping well and the weather and that.
3: Still though, i like I I don't see that as a valid reason. Like mm. you've got a full week. We played on the what Saturday Sunday against Palmeiras. Like I guess it's an extra time game. But you travel back, you're back by Monday, Tuesday, you can have a rest day and be back in full training Wednesday, Thursday, and you've got those days to prepare. You're already doing your tactical analysis. You're already saying, right, where are passes, weaknesses, where can we exploit them? And we didn't look like we were going to do that the whole game. Like our best opportunities for what? Rudiger hitting, nearly hitting the top corner from 30 yards.
4: Oh, that was a mad shot.
3: Yeah, if that, that went in... Shot. That that would have, would have been crazy. Would have given him so many reasons because he does it like twice a game, anyways. And that yeah. would have just given him more encouragement. But, yeah, yeah
6: like, oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna re-what this little conversation I had last episode re Lukaku, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna start it with a with a stat that Lukaku was only able to touch the ball seven times through yeah. the match. That's, that's the fear for a player featuring in the full 90 minutes of the Premier League game ever. Yeah. That, that's mad. Um, so, my question is that is just is a power struggle between Lukaku and Tuchel? And is Tuchel playing to his Lukaku strength or is he telling Lukaku this is a team and you have to play how I play? And as such, not utilising Lukaku's you know, strength. Which is he's the vocal man. Play to his strength. So, I want to get your opinion on that.
3: Yeah, it's a it's a really shit situation from both sides because i I think I'm completely in agreement with you. It's just both sides are digging in. Like Lukaku, Lukaku's moving off the ball. Is if he's not running in behind, he's not moving. Yeah, it, which is maddening. It is absolutely maddening. Like you play against Chelsea, who will probably have unless you're playing Liverpool or City they're probably going to have like 60, 65% of the ball, right? Yeah. So most teams are going to play a low block, probably a low to mid at best. You're going to be trying to batter down that wall. And like I've seen some analysis from people and it's literally just like Lukaku, he's pointing, he's making the run, yeah. but we're not playing that ball because yeah. it's such a low percentage ball. Exactly. And, and when it gets to that tight bit, he will just stand on the centre back. And it yeah. is like, he need he needs to get an attitude check right now like ever since I was defending him at the start of the year but ever since that interview I said on the pod that like, I'm not defending him anymore like yeah. I'm, I'm tired of it it is ridiculous like you want to come out here and demand tactics of change but yet all you do is not perform that's all he's doing right now is not performing like this side looks so much better when Kai Havertz plays up top yeah. like I mean I know Kai isn't scoring Lu- so I Lukaku
4: kills me though because he always he always asks for the ball at the wickedest it, positions
2: yeah. it, it, I remember there was fine. like
4: can't Kante, there was a chance that Kante had that like, where he went through and shot shot on goal. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing Lukaku like screaming at Conte to pass him the ball. Yeah. And I'm thinking, how it, <laughs> shut up he's a, man. he's a criminal. Why is Conte passing to you there? But, Plus, but, well, but, but,
6: but let's let's play devil's advocate for, for a minute here. But in his in his defense, where he's been the main man, he has thrived. So
4: isn't he in um, his best in interest to Bro, say ad, that ad, though? Adapt, adapt and prosper man we're with, with tired of that now <laughs> yeah, I
5: mean I'll, I'll be honest with you I mean I'm sure a lot of us have played like 90 minute football at any yeah, level yeah. I mean to have for, for Chelsea to, do, to be a, a ball dominant team against most teams to have seven touches of the ball in a 90 minute game is absolutely unacceptable just, just for the pure reason that anyone anyone any, any rational footballer when they're not getting the ball or the ball is not coming to them per se, you do you do things in terms of your movement to go to the ball. You can't just be sitting on the penalty spot the whole game. You come a bit short. You go out to the wings. Bro, I'm, I'm a midfielder
4: now, boy. I'm, I can't I'm, explain I'm how
5: that. a professional footballer I can't touched the ball more than seven times in a ninety minute game. It's
2: just he was doing the same things for graceful. United. Like what Andy pointed out about these um these fake runs that he's making or these fake Oh look, I'm here, you should have passed to me. He he used to do the same thing in the United yeah. show and just make these <laughs> make these runs when the move has basically already developed, make a sudden burst into the box as if, yeah, I can still get on the end of something, but the move has already developed. So yeah, this is this is Lukaku in a nutshell, man, if I'm honest.
6: So yeah. he doesn't play for the team, he only plays for himself, essentially. That's what you're saying. That's what you boys.
4: Nah, are. he's just not a, he's not he's not a player for like a top, top team. I've just established that he's just a player for like uh, maybe interest his level or like just just those type those type of teams, but not like into one league would into one league. With, a league oh, with no, 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 that's though. fair. That's fair, but uh, you that's know just, what I mean. No, but that's fair because so that's his level and they play to his friends. Well so like the seem like no no, but I'm saying like top teams then I, get, like I Chelsea, get what you're United saying, get, yeah, yeah. Where when we're, we're not gonna hand you things, come and collect it, Go and collect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I That's get not it. his MO so fact.
6: so yeah. what I'm trying to say is ultimately you have to play to his MO or he isn't but, performance
2: but to say to, to, to kind of counter your point, right? So uh-huh. if if we okay, so are we in agreement that Lukaku is Probably near the bottom, but he's in the top ten strikers in world football, right?
6: I mean, your partner Chia called him war class. So if you go on that, then yeah, I guess. Let,
2: okay, let's for argument's sake, let's say he is right. So yeah. if we go and look at maybe the other, uh, the other nine strikers in world football that are on that list, are we saying that they they as top top strikers aren't going to adapt to their situation to to have that hunger to get goals? Like if we if we look at um, the Harlins of this world if we look at the lewandowskis of this world yeah are, are we okay. saying that they're they're going Canes of this world are we are we saying that they're going numerous games without affecting the game in any way like yeah. as as no we're not no we're no no we're not we're no yeah we're not. so we, we have to hold him at the same you know regard if if mm. we if we consider him a top a top uh, striker
3: well, this I I got this put onto my timeline today, and I just sat there and like just sighed at it. And um, so we sold Tammy. No, that it was a year today that Tammy had his last start for Chelsea, right? Lukaku with more games, more minutes, has scored less goals mm-hmm. than, than Tammy last season. Oh, yeah, Tammy man. only started half this season. Like that is that just uh-huh. says it all? But, yeah, like, I'm I put the store at Lukaku for me like I think it's also your point toast about how you're going to be desperate to the ball I think it's spot on but also like if I'm sat there I'm a hundred million pound man I put on the pressure myself everyone else has put on the pressure because he's put on the pressure himself for his interview and everyone else puts pressure on him because of the price tag and his conduct right I've got to be the main man I've got to be the one that drives us to the title I've got to be the one that this the pressure is squarely on my shoulders I'm going to Kai Havertz so I'm saying right what runs do we need to be making? I'm going to make some mount. Where do you want me to pass the ball? Like where do you, where do you want to pass the ball to me? Like I'm trying desperately to make those connections. Yeah. And I don't think
4: he has but the thing that. is pl- players players do that with him. Do you do you guys remember the game at Brighton where Lukaku and Ziyech were talking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, do you guys remember that at halftime? Vaguely. And basically yeah. what basically what was said? Basically Lukaku said he wanted a ball at his feet. Xieck told him, "I can't play the ball at your feet because one, you will not be expecting it. Two, you will not control it. So I'll pass it wherever I passed it. So which was behind. So he runs, runs towards it. So basically, basically, what what I'm trying to say is that they do talk to him about runs, the runs that he needs to make, and how they can help him feed him. But they know that he's not lit enough to to collect the <laughs> ball at his feet and he'll do the holder play. So either make the runs or make good runs, so we can um, hit it in behind or hit it in space for you." Yeah. Or collect the ball and do something. They okay. know, Brian. That's what Z. That's what Z. Actually said. Said to him. Okay. Question. This is just. I'm.
6: I'm displaying Devils. Have a care again. <laughs> why? Why was Lukaku so efficient at Inter, and why was he also so efficient at Everton? I can answer that. And I can answer and that. And West. And West Brom. These clubs where he actually did bits. Why was he? Why? Why was he so
4: efficient at? at, I, at the goes. I enter. I enter. uh The, the Look, Lukaku, Lukaku is good when he's when he has like a supporting like a partner, esteem, a supporting partner with him, like yeah. a so, uh, like a like a player that does all the running that causes Wahala in L- Latorre Martinez. Lu- Lukaku, Conte deployed Lukaku primarily on the left channel, and I think uh, was it the left on the yeah, right he's channel right. He's
3: the right on the right, right.
4: Sorry, yeah, on the right channel, and I think that's his best position. Sometimes at United, um, Mourinho used to play him there as well, and. He, Actually, would, yeah. he would produce. Martins he would played produce him there at Everton as
6: well, didn't he? he exactly yeah, where he yeah, comes
4: yeah. in, where he yeah. comes in and just lengths it. Where yeah. where he where he can um, run out a run out a defender with power, and he's he's one of the he's probably the best in the world at that, to be honest. Yeah. But at Chelsea, correct me if I'm wrong, Jake, but he's primarily centrally, right? He doesn't necessarily yeah. he doesn't really. Yeah. So I think that's a. I think that may be a two show thing. I don't know why two shows not um putting him in as preferred we, we position we have done
3: that before we've done the three four one two 4 one 2 to try and play mountain behind him and have us and Havertz us can go on the left we've tried the 4-2-2-2 two, 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 and it's just everything that we try to do for Lukaku at the minute i'll be honest Lukaku's not taking advantage of like so it's, it, it's him. yeah like i'm i'm like I say, i'm not defending him anymore but mm. to uh, to be fair to Tuko here. Tuchel needs to make up his mind. He needs to go, look, you're not playing the game I want you to play. And if he is, then he's playing it horribly. Like There's one or the other. So you have to make the decision. It's like, are you going to continue to allow this? Because I've consistently said, at our best, we can compete with Liverpool and City. But on a one-off game, at our best, we can, eat, we can compete with you. But we don't look remotely near our best. We haven't in a long time. And Lukaku is a big part of that. He gets ninety minutes every game. We're try- our attacking basis is around him, but our transcration is horrible at the minute. And that comes to do with the fact that, like, as a centre back, if you're guarding Lukaku at the minute, what are you going to say to yourself? Right, he's going to make runs in behind. That's it. Like, he's not going to go yeah. get the ball and pull me out of that space for other runners to get in. He's not going to bully me because he's getting seven touches of the fucking ball, one of which was a kickoff. So he's getting six touches of overplay over 90 minutes. Like, even his finishing, like, he had that, we had our goal disallowed for ZH, but he was the one that ran in behind and he was offside. That's fair enough. But his finish was right at um, Butland. Like, so Mm. even when he gets the chances now, he's snatching at him because he's not got enough of the ball to get himself used to it. So I think Tuchel now has to, he has to do something here because, just consistently doing this, it's insanity. Is it doing Drop the him. same thing expecting different results? Yeah. Is, is the only
6: way is there any him. way forward for him for, for the Lukaku? Yeah,
3: there is definitely well, there's gonna have to be a way for him. Like there's yeah. gonna <laughs> have he,
4: they're, not, they're not shipping him, could tell no. you that. Mm.
3: No, like and no one's gonna buy him for a value that we would accept either, because he's a declining asset at the minute. Like you have to prove your own form. Yeah. So I think mean, Tuco has to have an honest front and frank conversation with him. And go, what are we gonna do here? Because if you're not gonna play my game. Or you're going to continue to play it this badly i need to start kai Havertz. i need to bring Werner back into the fold i need to do something that doesn't rely on us getting 89th minute winners from zh against crystal palace
4: Get crystal palace credit though because from what yeah, i've seen they're not they're that bad they, they, man they, they, moved, they moved mad yeah
0: absolutely and obviously Vieira's is doing a job there for palace and um, I think it'll be a big season for next, for next year. They've got used to Vieira. They probably might make some additions because um, Roy Hoshton left a disgusting squad. So yeah, shout out Vieira, man. He's doing a big job there. Um, and sticking with an, from an Arsenal legend to Arsenal. Um, uh, Arsenal, man, I, I don't really know what to say at the moment because we're in a position where things could be in control of our hands and whether we get the job done, then things could look good for us. We are getting the job done. Um, however, other teams are getting the job done themselves. um we were home to Brentford on the weekend. Obviously, we all know what happened in the reverse fixture, so this is an opportunity G-E to get revenge to a championship Well, a newly promoted team. That's how embarrassing my club is. um but we've got the job done, which is most important. um Shalom, we had some words before we started. Yeah, the thing that we were worried about is lack of yeah, we'll go to the other key performances but let, let's just look at the negatives yeah. Lacazette was awful
6: he was Um. yes he was but I we are having this conversation and actually had a conversation with Drew about this I'm not I'm not going to be I'm not going to give Lacquer any more shit because I've come to realise that he's the best we have in this situation and if he's and he, he's not scoring but I think he, he brings more to Obad did, or to any current forward we have, and in in at Arsenal. So as much as he's that bad, we just have to accept it is what it is with Laka and move on. Yeah, but it's just
0: the the decline is just worrying, man.
6: It's bad. It's been very bad. Yeah, it's bad. do you want to chime in because I know you you have a lot to say about Laka.
5: Yeah, man. No, you you're totally right, Shalom. We have to. And if I'm honest, for, for some months now, I've been just saying, you know what? If we can keep Martinelli fit, if we can keep Saka fit, if we can keep Smith um, Smithrow scoring, if we can keep Odegaard still being a creative player, we might just be able to sneak into the top four because, like, the striker of uh, Leon is, is not coming back. I don't think he's ever going to come back. Like, uh, I don't n- understand what Lacazette's problem is in front of goal, but. I mean, he, yeah, he's not, oh man, it's so worrying. But for me, like you said, he is the best option we have in that position. He does bring more in terms of build, building up attacks, like consistent attacks than Aubameyang ever did. Having said that, like his, his goal contribution is just absolutely shambolic. His finishing is absolutely shambolic, but this is, this is where we are. I mean, you look at a team like Liverpool, obviously they are still trying to go for the league. Or trying to or trying to trying to mount a title challenge, feeling that they can still bring in a player of like Luis Diaz's quality. You saw the yeah. goal that he scored um yesterday. While Arsenal, who we haven't made a top four in coming close to five years now, didn't feel it was appropriate to kind of replace a Bamiyang with with anyone. I mean it, it, it just kind of it show, it shows the golf in it man. But like you said, he, he, this is who we have and we have to we have to play out the season this way. And I'm just hoping that like I said um, the young, the young gunners, the shooters can kind of just carry us over, man.
0: Boy, and on that, <laughs> then right are the young gunners um, carrying us? Um, I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Saka <laughs> and Emil Smith roll.
4: Bloody come on, love, man! Uh, don't sleep on that Saka finish though. That was class. Oh, uh, yeah,
2: class finish, man. Yeah, class.
4: Yeah. That was rough. Even even Emil Smith's r- rose goal. He picked
5: yeah. it up from quite deep from um, Lacazette. He's drove at two players, cut in. Um, he's used the defender as a screen and just bent it past the goalie, man. That, that's his ninth goal this season. That's 10 goals in 25 games. I mean, like, it's not even like um, Alien anymore. He's, just, your, he's your top scorer, isn't it? Yeah. It's normal for him. Um, yeah, he's our top scorer, yeah. It's normal for him in front of goal. I mean, like, it's... I'm getting, I'm getting Dele Alli vibes in it, man. So hopefully, oh, come oh, on, sorry. man. 2017. Dun, dun. Sorry, apologies. 2017, 2018, was it 2016, 2017 Delhi Alli? I mean, ten, nine nine league goals is ridiculous, man. If he can get up to double figures, man, that would, that'd be brilliant, man.
0: And they are more than people doing it, but yeah, great, great finishes from our two young guns, man. Um, and not only we didn't get the clean sheet from my boy Ramsdale. however, yeah, we, we got past it. And we have a very big game on Thursday. As I said, for some teams, it's double game-week fixtures. Um, we've got Wolves, who um, are doing really well, um, who could come back into the title race if they beat us. Well, we can- title race? Top
4: four, four race. Top
0: four race. Top four is a title beat. <laughs> yeah, they beat Leicester
2: today, man. They beat yeah. Leicester today, so uh, another yeah, another three points for them.
0: And on that as well, um,
2: good to see um
0: Neto back on the pitch, ten months out of injury. Um, he's another huge, huge talent for Wolves. But yeah, it'll be a big game for Arsenal and we've just got to keep pushing on from these results, to be honest. Um but
6: I mean we have an exciting team in with Saka and ESR. And that's yeah. that's why I wanna see I want to see that I'm not really interested. They're saying, they're saying Ben White Benoit had a masterclass masterclass yesterday as so. well yeah he was good but the thing with ben why i can see is that he, he's just one of those you know them obvious tricks that players the do rush bro yeah and you're like okay why are you falling for that obvious trick every you should, time you should be a bit street wise and that is that is giving me a little bit of like okay when you come against really really good players we, we might <laughs> we might question you here but he, he's, he played well. I'm just not happy with that from, from
5: Ben, to be honest. Benjamin. If, he has right. bad instincts, man. He, he does it always. I, I, I definitely feel as if it's a skill that you can learn to just not always feel like you have to dive in. Like, stay on your feet. Like, do you know what I mean? Just stand yeah. up, stand up the attacker, you know? And every time he commits himself and it's one and done, man. Like, if, if a defender chops you, I mean, sorry, if an attacker chops you, like, you're out of the game. You're completely out of the play, man.
4: So, it's definitely so to no work I've, I've got a question for you guys because obviously you guys, I think you you guys and Spurs have like uh, still a few games in hand, but you guys have like the most difficult ones, Liverpool, Chelsea and Spurs. Yeah. Um, obviously, get nine points there and then you're, you're probably ahead of Chelsea, I think, or a couple of points behind them. Like, are you guys like now, like where's the confidence level at? Or is it because of these, these three games against these three oppositions, you're not, Bro, You're if, we, if we yet. get
2: if
6: we get the, if we get nine points, then I'm saying we're taking top four. Facts? Are you stupid? Against those teams, we're taking it. I think you'll be, I think you'll be third, man. That's what even third. If that's what I'm the, saying. If I check the mathematics, if we're that good enough to beat these teams that you've just mentioned, then why are we worried about the teams behind us?
2: Or you know Jeez. what I mean? Like nine, point, it's f- nine points from Wolves, Watford, and Leicester. Yeah? That,
6: that no, no, no. You did say no, no. Chelsea, Liverpool, Chelsea Liverpool, 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 Chelsea, and, and Tottenham, and Spurs. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: okay, okay. Yeah, they're, if we can get nine points
6: land, yeah. from them, then wow, you're not talking to us. Come on, mm. that's.
4: I mean, you would feel like that, Pres. So what? United, what, no? what, what, what are, so what are your realistic expectations in terms of points? Six, <laughs> seven. Uh, I'm nine. gonna
6: go four, man. Four, <laughs> four I'm four, gonna from, what? From, what? From, from what? Beat Spurs, yeah, beat, beat Spurs. Probably draw with Chelsea. We're not beating Liverpool, man. Come on,
5: I'm I'm gonna say six points in you know? it. I mean, right now, I feel we can we can beat Spurs. We can definitely catch Chelsea cold while they're still figuring things out. We're not gonna beat Liverpool. We know we know how we play every time we play Liverpool. But six, six, I'll live with that. Do you know what I mean? Calm.
4: Yeah, six will be calm.
5: Yeah.
0: Well. It is what it is. We'll have to see what happens in it. I know I've got some bets on people. We're also gonna finish. But that's a wrap for this week's episode, guys. But before we go, we're gonna head over to the bar. Um, Andrew, I know you got a shot for me.
4: I don't take too many shots, but this time I have to give it to my boy Luis Diaz on his debut. Um deb- on, on his debut goal, a debut start for Liverpool. Um uh, scored in front of the cop. Um uh, Tidy finished with his left, dinked it over the keeper. Uh, he looks right at home at Liverpool. Like I said, first game, press was out of me, but I said we've got a player here, man. And um, long may it live, man. I think don't quote me on it, but I'ma say it. He might, he might have a similar Liverpool career to Salah, man. Not uh, as he many needs to goals, maybe. Cup, man. he needs to no, 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 not not as many goals, but he will clap him in 100 percent Hmm. Okay.
0: We'll Big see statement, then, boy. That's a very yeah, big Um, Jake. I know you got a shot for me.
3: Um, yeah, my shot goes out to Hakim Ziyech. He was definitely on my shit list a couple of months ago, without a shadow of a doubt, because he was just constantly playing really bad passes and shooting from everywhere. And now he has just hit a rich vein of form. Like he's our only attacker, I think we can truly rely on at the minute. And I, I think he's now almost looking like he was when he was at Ajax. Like he is just being so decisive at the minute and he is really the own, like I say, the only person that I can rely on to get a goal or set something up. So I hope someone joins him for the rest of the season. But it's nice to see the player that we all saw at Ajax showing himself off a little bit more.
0: Say no more. Tosin, it's been a while,
5: but you got shot. Yeah, quick shot for my young gunners like Thierry, man. Saka and Emil Smith-Rowe. I mean, Emil Smith-Rowe with nine goals, fourth top scorer in the league is just brazy, man. And Saka, obviously, with seven, should hopefully, both of them should comfortably end the season in double figures, man. It's just, it's lovely to see. Obviously, let's just hope that the young guns can kind of carry us back into the Champions League, man. Boy, that's absolutely two.
0: But hey, 101 and not out as I said Um, thanks for the love thanks for coming thanks for listening we'll see you guys next week we'll be back peace
5: peace three points gang baby
3: (laughs) hey hi.